Welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Let's talk about your Thursday night of footy for round 27, the last round of the regular season. And what a game it was. A really close game right up until the end, obviously, uh, when the... Melbourne Storm started scoring a ton of tries, three tries after the 50th minute. Um, They really got on a bit of a roll. And Brisbane, I guess, were still competitive during that time as well. You know, I was really impressed with some of the performances from Brisbane. Tristan Saylor was unreal uh, at fullback. Josh Rogers, I thought, was good. Uh, His goal kicking is fantastic as well. But just his ball playing, his temperament's quite good as well. Uh, for the Brisbane Broncos, you know, um, there were some really, really solid performances in that side with some of the younger guys coming in. Uh, but I thought for Melbourne, there were just more guys that were outstanding. Um, Far Logo, the new guy, the number 14. You know, I, I put it on a post yesterday. I really do think that he should be in the side moving forward, whether it's on the wing, whether it's in the centers, whether over the next few weeks he might get a little bit of a taste at fullback. 14 off the bench like he was in this game. I think he's outstanding. He's a really, really talented footballer. He's one that I think other clubs really need to start looking for and and, and looking at his contract when he's off contract um, for the Melbourne Storm because he is so, so talented and uh, a lot of potential there. Very fast as well. Really, really fast. Uh, Obviously, the guru was, you know, singing his praises before the game. And you can understand why now. Uh, he's an absolute freak. I'm just looking up his contract now to see when he's off contract with the Melbourne Storm. Um, let's have a look. They've obviously got it here on a zero tackle. Uh, he's contracted until 2024 with an option for 2025, I believe. That's what it's saying here on um, zero tackle. I think that's coach's option, CO. Uh, coach's option. So the coach will decide whether he uh, plays in 2025. But... Uh, at the end of 2024, I am screaming at his manager, getting him over to my club, uh, if I'm any other club in this competition, because he's fantastic. Whether it's the Dolphins, you know, getting some young blood in that team, uh, or any other club, I think that he would be unreal for. Uh, obviously, you've got Ryan Pappenhausen at fullback. You've got Will Warbrick and Xavier Coates on the wings at the moment. Obviously, that could change. Uh, I think Farlogo can definitely get a spot on the wing going into next year. I just feel like he's too good for the wing, and I think we saw that on the weekend as well. Yes, it's one game, but I think he's really, really good at fullback. Um, So, you know, I don't think he'll be staying there on the wing. Uh, I I haven't seen him in the halves. don't think he can play in the halves. Um, I've never seen him play in the halves, so I'm not too sure. Um, I really do think he's a good fullback. I think any club would be really, really silly if they didn't try and sign him as a fullback or at least as a next option going into further years. Even the Bulldogs, if Stephen Crichton doesn't work at fullback, getting this guy into that team and having him at fullback would be awesome uh, for the Bulldogs. You know, there's a bunch of clubs that could use his signature. Uh, Super talented footballer, and I was very impressed with his performance as well, coming off the bench and playing fullback. I think Ryan Pappenhausen, I think they said on Channel 9, he went to halfback at a stage as well. Uh, Ryan Pappenhausen, he did a great job, and he was great in this game for the Melbourne Storm. Um, you know, I mean, 137 metres, 26 post contact, six tackle busts there for Ryan Pappenhausen in the front line. You know, I got a bit scared when they put him into the front line, especially since he's been coming back from that knee injury, just defending in the front line. I thought that would be a massive risk of injury, but he did really, really well there. Um, 
but yeah, a foul low goal, 108 meters. Um, you know, two line breaks, eight tackle busts. He was so dangerous and, and a great player. Uh, Farlogo, definitely someone that clubs should look for. 40, 47 minutes off the bench, too. He's a solid knock. Aaron Penne had 42. Jack Howarth had 40, uh, 65 minutes as well in his debut. That's a great knock for him. I thought Grant Anderson was outstanding as well, coming in this side late at, on the wing. 235 metres, 52 post contact, uh, a line break and a line break assist, two tackle busts. I thought he was okay. I really did. I, I thought that he was you know, very dangerous when he got the ball in his hands and obviously scoring those tries. He was uh, really, really good in this game. A big Grant Anderson, 235 meters in this game. Solid stuff. In terms of Brisbane, again, we go back to some of the Brisbane guys. Um, you know, Corey Jensen was fucking outstanding in the front row. I thought that he was one of the top front rowers for the week. I thought he had a really solid knock for Brisbane. Yes, in a losing side, but I thought that he was a big part of their go forward. Uh, Tristan Saylor, we talked about, 202 metres. I mean, it was just an absolute freak when he was on the field as well. Uh, that run where he nearly scored a try and when he set up one up uh, for a Trust forgetting who it was. I think it might have been Jordan Pereira, that try that he set up for Jordan Pereira, either the first one or the second one. Uh, outstanding stuff. Super talented footballer there, Tristan Saylor. So the Storm have now won their past 14 matches against the Broncos, dating back to 2017, while Broncos have not defeated Melbourne at Suncorp since 2009. What about that record? Obviously, the Storm being the favourites, but I really did think the Broncos were going to win this one to get the minor prem. And it was very close. If you didn't see the scoreline, you didn't know the scoreline, and you watched the game, it was a very, very tight game. A very tight game. Uh, Melbourne made only six errors and completed at 82% of their sets compared to Brisbane's 72%. As, as I said, still a very even game. If you don't look at the stats, you don't look at the score, very even game. And I thought for two teams full of reserve graders, two teams full of guys that have played in Q and New South Wales Cup all season, I thought it was a very, very, you know, I guess... Clean game of football. There wasn't too many errors from either side, to be honest. Not too many stoppages. I thought it was a very fast-flowing game, uh, and that's a great thing to hear, especially when you're looking at a, 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 you know, a game where both sides have a lot of outs. They've got a lot of reserve graders in. It was a very clean game of football. Now, what about Brendan Piakula? Obviously, being on report three times in a match, I believe that is a record. I believe that is an NRL record. So, congratulations to uh, Brendan Piakula. And the crazy thing as well, getting put on report for, you know, three times in a game for dangerous tackles and dangerous contact, no suspension. $3,000 fine at most, uh, sorry, at the least. And obviously, it would be like around about a th- $5,000 fine all up at the most. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> that was hectic how... Oh, I still can't believe that he wasn't suspended. That's going to be a record in itself. You know, getting um, put on report three times in a game, one, not being sent to the sin bin either, being put on report three times. Obviously, in club football, especially for me, I was very lucky with that courtesy myself. I used to be the king of the head high, uh, especially in games versus Newtown. But, um, you know... Brendan Piakura getting put on report three times, not getting sent to the Symbian, and then not getting suspended either. I mean, kudos to him. That is a solid knock. Solid knock there from a fellow front rower. Uh, full respect to him. Broncos have won only two of their past seven games at Suncorp. The Broncos have played their 900th game since entering the Premiership in 1988. Lovely stats to finish your Thursday review. One.